But anyways, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing real good. I've uh, I've I've uh, been tested second time for the coronavirus, which I don't hadn't had in a long time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think God's given me this, or or let me keep it, or uh, delayed my uh, recovery as far as uh, paperwork. Uh-huh. So I stay stationary at home right. and get closer to Him. Right, right. Well, I, I tell you, we sure we the church here sure prayed a lot for you and the wife. And, uh, well, we really appreciate it. Yes, you know, sir. there's three there's three kinds of corona. Mm-hmm. There's one that people get and they just like throw it off in a couple of days, you know. Yeah. And there's one that kind of delays. And the one we had, according to the symptoms, is the one that's killing a lot of people. Really? Yeah. And we and the thing about it is, they say if you give into it, and you you know just said I'm just gonna lay here, uh-huh. that they'll next you you either wake up or die in the hospital. Wow. And so that last night that we had it so bad, we both woke up at three o'clock, jumped out of the bed. Of course, we sleep in different units, you know. Mm-hmm. So we come jumping to go out together and said, we've got to break this thing. And we began to pray and I began to speak in tongues. I mean, just as hard as us, like your kids died, died, you know. Right, right. And so anyway, the angel of the Lord came to me and said, man of God, this is what is going to work. Keep praying like this. And I, I just saw like a fire come out of my system, out of my system, my body, uh-huh. and it it it, uh, it evoked all heaven to come through me, and it just like destroyed the thing. I mean, it's like one of those Marvel comic book movies, you know? Right, right. It was just like that. But uh, anyway, we we got on the road of recovery. We were still, it just like killed us. You know what I'm saying? But we came back strong. Right. Well, that's that's great. Well, you're a man of faith, so you know that's. You know, I, I knew you would be fine. I knew that God would, you know, bring you out of it. Well, he, it's not, it's, he's not ready to take us out. But, you know, we got to remember that Elisha died of the sickness. Elisha. Uh-huh. But yet he was healing with his body after he died. Right. That's right. So we don't look to the flesh for any reward, you know. Right. <clears throat> Correct. The spirit is what, 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 what is strong and the flesh is weak. That's correct. That's correct. And we have, and, and I know that you will agree with this, and we have power that the majority of the church, and especially the people that are not in the church, we have power that we're really not using. Exactly. What, what, I, what I like to look at is people that don't have uh, the full truth, and I don't think I have full truth. I'm still coming into truth. Uh-huh. Uh, God will reward us with things like saying that you've come a long ways, but you really don't know what, you know, because you you think about heaven. He said, I've built things. It's not even entered into the mind or the heart. Yes, sir. And so if we know that, then it should humble us that we don't have everything. We don't know everything. Correct. And don't you feel like that's God's way of, it, it, it was God's way of keeping us all on a more equal playing field as in you can't boast and I can't boast because neither of us know everything that God has in store. And I, I agree with that hundred percent, but can I add this to it too? Sure. That God brings us all on the playing field. It's yeah. like a, a ball team that rolls out. Everybody right. has their position. If right. we're going to win, if we're going to, we need to strategize and work together. Yes. 
We need to know where our shortstops are or shortcomings. We need to know where our first baseman is. You know, we need to know where every player on the field. Amen. Nobody, nobody needs to wander off and be a, a Babe Ruth, you know, all along. Right. Island unto yourself. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's better. Yes. Yeah, there, there's, there's, no, there's no one-man show. And we're all standing on the shoulders of men that come before us. And some of the shoulders of the men that were standing in, on before us did great and mighty works, but yet they didn't have even the truth that we have today. But it still does not discredit the fact that they blazed trails that you and I could not be where we are today except those men were born and did what God called them to do. Would you agree with that? I agree with that totally. Yes. Amen. I, I'm I'm thankful for you know for the for history. I'm thankful for you know for, for great men and women of God that that fought, died, bled suffered that i could have what i have today with the liberties uh the spiritual enlightenment um the knowledge you know of things that i have today i'm thankful and then i know i, I know beyond a shadow of a doubt i would not be where i'm at today without these men and women sacrificing so much well let's let's talk about <clears throat> current events i, I i'm I know that you keep up with things as, as much as, as, as possible and, um, and you see things, spiritually speaking. And what, what, is, what do you think? Number one, the first question is, what do you think God is doing in all of this? And I'm speaking now um, the, the riots, the, the race war, what? You know, as far as the label of the race war, I personally I don't really consider it a race war, but but you know what I'm speaking of. Um, what do you feel like God is trying to show us or trying to do in all this? Okay, uh, the first of this year, I was in Georgia, and uh, I had been traveling all around, and so I was praying for the services, and God met with me, and anybody that has ever. I uh, sought God for uh, service. You know, I don't seek God for a message. I seek him for that service. You know, what's going to mm-hmm. happen? Who's going to be healed? And if he'll tell me, that's great. But if he doesn't, I still go in with a, a mindset. This is going to be an awesome meeting. Okay. And God just dropped a bomb on me. I called a preacher in another state and God told me of all things, he said, you're going to, uh, uh, buy a very nice horse and he, he deals in horses. He loves horses. That's his pastime when, when he has to unplug and just be human, you know, mm-hmm. I guess that I could get away with that. But yeah. anyway, and the Lord ended this thing and said, don't worry about your calendar. It's going to be messed up all year. So I, I go back to that mindset before all this stuff came on the scene, you know, that were the pandemic and the, right. and, and the, uh, the attacks from uh, uh, a party that disagrees with the Trump presidency. Right. And uh, so I think I'm thinking God said, this is going to be a year. You're going to be messed up. Well, we haven't got through this year. And I know that was the Lord because he told me right away, I've just bought this horse, you know, this very expensive horse for hardly uh, barely anything. He just got a good deal. And uh, 
but nobody thought about the rest of what the Lord had said until it started playing out. Right. And, and I've watched them. They've had to cancel meetings. They've canceled camp meetings all over the country. They've canceled any kind of specials and they've gone uh, internet. Right. So we know as people of God, where we're going before we get in among the monsters. Yes. And so God has us heading through this. And so we've got to go through this. It's a dark period. It's a misunderstanding. People miss it, but they miss the mundane. They miss the same old, same old. God is saying, I'm going to take you through this and get you to revert back to me more so. And so all these things that we see happening and changing, it's to stir us up more. I believe that the Writing, I believe this just causes us to pray and do great things in God. But we cannot do that. And and I want to add this in there and I'll be quiet. We cannot do this if we have fear. Yes. And if you fear, you can't do it. You need to pray past your fear. And your fear that you're feeling, if you're feeling it at all, is your humanity. Yes. Your your fear is what you're going to do, the unknown. And so when somebody sees something they're afraid of, they, they don't have an understanding of it. Yes. Uh, the great prophet Elisha, who I feel it, had a, had a, he mentored Elisha. And he said, hey, I think I've got it right. I'm sorry if I don't. But one of the prophets, I believe it was Elisha, said there's more for us than, against, the Syrian, than against us. So the heavens Amen. opened up. And, and if, if people could get the heavens opened up in their life. Come on. They would see the angelic forces that are more for us. Yeah. Oh, my Lord. I, I just want to worship the Lord right now Amen. for a moment. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory Amen. to God. If somebody has fear, they need to get the heavens open. Right. I'm praying right now in Jesus' name. Yes. Worldwide. Yes. We need to know that we don't need to just pray for the south. We don't need to just pray for the north. When you pray, you are yes. connected to a power that is greater than you. Pray for the entire earth. Yes. For the Lord gave you the earth yeah. That's good. That's and we good. have the spirit of God. So I'm saying that if we get connected with God, we get the heavens open up. We go from servant mentality to prophet mentality. Correct. That's good. That's good. That's good because we've been given dominion of the earth. And according to what Adam had in the garden is God gave him dominion. And you, you you number things, you name things, Adam. This is yours to tend. It is yours to have. And the curse did not strip him. After the fall, the curse did not strip him from dominion. So you and I being Adam kind, if you will, we still have that spiritual authority and dominion of this terra firma. So we can take a hold of disease. We can take a hold of of principalities. Don't you agree with that? I totally agree. Amen. That's good. That's good. Well, what, what do you, so uh, go, go, go on more into that uh, profit mentality over servant mentality. So speak on that. What, what should we be doing as the body of Christ? Should okay. we be prophesying to the elements? Talk to us. Thank you. Uh, okay. We, let's take our leadership where our leadership or we, uh, Elisha was old, he was dying, but he still had the power of God. Amen. And uh, if somebody wants to know how to get more of the power of God, they need to let everything die in their life as far as uh, 
values of uh, this world, holding on to this world and say, God saved me. And then bury all that, put that in the past and put a gravestone on that says Jesus name and baptized in water in the name of Jesus and open yourself up to the spirit of God. And you can have the same spirit that Elisha. Now he's in this tower Mm -hmm. and this king is saying, oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel. Yes. And uh, he's saying the same thing that he said years ago that Elisha said. Mm-hmm. to Elijah and he picked up that mantle but yet that's not the story setting this is they're in a tower he's dying he's withering and he tells him shoot the, shoot the arrow mm-hmm. and he smites it three times and he shoots the arrow delivers he shoots it three times he goes halfway the power is to go all the way mm-hmm. now he Elisha is not a servant mm-hmm. but the king is not a he, he is a king but he has the power over the king. I'm saying that the prophetic will give you the power over the leadership. Not that you would walk in there and say, this is what's going to happen unless God told you to say that, Correct. which they did. But you can say it in your bedroom chamber. Right. And the Bible says that the, the power of Elijah was so strong that he could tell them what they were doing in their in their bedrooms, Correct. in their bed, bed Secret places. Yes. So, so God will reveal to you when you get through that upper heaven, when you break through and get to the angels that are guarding you and ruling all this earth, amen, for the king of kings, because Jesus Christ came in flesh as a man so that he could re- get the earth back as a man. Yes. It was given to men and he took it back. And now you have that power working in you. Right. So what I'm saying is that you have power over kings, you have power over servants, you have power over devils, but you have got to get your mind out of fear and into the heavens. Amen. Break, break through. I, I, I dare say that every person has had to face something that is a ceiling over them. Yes. And you, you can't buy, fall back to worldly wisdom. Uh, understanding right uh that's like trying to uh say the lord's coming because a magazine said well i can show you where they lie all the time right the holy ghost does not lie right the holy ghost gives truth right and so if you if 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 you tell a king to smite the earth and shoot an arrow it could be a deliverance for an entire nation now listen to the power of the holy ghost He got aggravated because how many times have you seen people go halfway? Yes. They go halfway and do not commit to full commitment in God. If they would just fully commit, we would wipe out everything that is going to affect our nation and our world. The devil is counting on us to just go halfway because we have the mentality of fear. Yes. That's good. That's good. Well, what, what do you, if, if you could speak to the, to the entire church today, if you had a platform to step out onto and you could speak to the church of the living God right now, today, how would you instruct them? What is the word of the Lord to the church right now? This is going to be strong, but it's with love. I would say, desire not the onions and the, the 
slavery that they had back in Egypt walk towards the desert with God walk towards your deliverance because in this God is going to God is going to prepare a people yes and what we have is people desiring to go back into the church like it was let's sing three songs preach a message and fight and, and just hang around the altar and go back to the way we lived yes and when people say there's no going back, God is saying, hey, I'm taking you to a place that's greater. Yes. And he had to take every kind of spiritual crowbar he could get to pry the people out of Egypt, the church, to make them the church in the wilderness. Yes. The church in the wilderness was a type of this. We don't know what's going to happen, but we know God is with us. Right. We don't know what God is going to do in this service, but we know... We know he's going to have his will. Right. And these services need to start in their home. They need to find that door that's so rusted, that prayer closet, that they especially to get back in there and come in there with the mind of God and go out to work with the mind of God. Go everywhere with the mind of God. Right. If I can tell them anything, it's to turn the news off and turn God on. Amen. Say that again. Turn the news off. If I could tell you anything that would help you, turn the news off and turn God on. Turn God on. Amen. That's good. That's good. That's good. Well, let, let me let me ask you this. Let's let's move into this. <clears throat> How would you? What do you feel about? I, I've seen several um, different ministers and different people that has had visions premonitions believe that God has spoken to them and they're basically prophesying by the end of this year. I mean, they're prophesying doom. Um, I mean, I, I, I've got some that are saying they see in visions and revelations, they're seeing foreign troops in our street. Um, they're seeing basically what looks like and, and can only be explained as a governmental coup. Um, has God showed you anything? Has God showed you anything concerning um, a, a doom, absolute destruction of America? Oh. And, and I'm speaking now in the next six months. We're at, I think as of today, we're at the halfway point of this year. So um, what is God speaking to you concerning that and also um, the coming presidency? I know that you're a Trump supporter um, as far as his presidency. You may not support him as a as a as a person, but you support him as a as a president and his policy. So what is your feeling? Well, let me t say this first, if you don't mind. In a, in a forest, when the fire breaks out, if a tree is old and it's big and it's huge and a fire usually will just sweep at the bottom, just carry, burn out everything underneath it. The mm -hmm. Bible says we are, like, he will take us and pale us as a tree planted by the waters. So he's going to water us. He's going to protect us. And so these fires that are coming from every direction, these are, uh, these are uh, political attacks upon uh, the will of God. I believe that Mr. Trump is in the will of God. And I believe that uh, he's going to uh, deal with this. He, he, it's just like this right here. Every time 
something happens, they want him to run and put it out. He he is taking care of this stuff. He is taking care of this one thing out of time. But he is letting them expose themselves who they really are before he takes it out. Mm-hmm. And so we see all these political attacks. They are exposed. He allows them to expose herself. And then he goes in and he, he just closes the door on it, closes the door on it, closes the door on it. And just like the uh, pandemic that uh, worldwide that came, he closed the door on it after he showed where it came from. Mm-hmm. He dealt with it. And, he, and now that he let all these, um, uh, he called them the professionals, the doctors, yeah. tell what was going to happen. Then he shut the door to it and said, we're not doing that. Because he's, he allowed them to voice their opinion, let's shut the country down, but we would be in depression today. Yes. So the economy's come back, and he's, and, uh, he's brought the, sta- uh, the military back. And what God has shown me, now this is what God has shown me. Okay. About all this. At the very beginning, Trump was running for president. And my spirit said, hey, the Holy Ghost listened to me, said, this is my man. I was so um, aware of what would happen if, if uh, the woman got elected. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, of course, I did some study and I found out she was involved in witchcraft, witchery, uh, Satanism, just full-blown evil. And so God spoke to me then when he was running for president because of all these people that were backing her. The news media said she was beating him by, what, 70 percent? Just lie after lie after lie. God spoke to me this, and I'll say it clearly to you now, unapologetic. He said, why are you fearful? I was fearful. I was looking for a place to go uh, uh, hide out, you know, someplace like a like a. uh, Raven, a place to be fed by yeah. a raven or widowsome or some place isolated. And God said, why are you fearful of these people? They, these men can't even control their bowels. Wow. And that stayed with me because, you know, when the ark was taken into the Philistines, hey, they had major problems. They did. <laughs> they had made, and, and I'm thinking, hey, I'm not serving a political religious system. I am serving the God who remade me. Yes. And so, and going back to the Elijah thing, shoot the arrow till you get it all out. Get it all out. Just keep praying till you get it all out. Just keep shooting, shooting and shooting and shooting. And, and, and what you're getting out will become arrows against your enemy. And so the Lord began to speak to me even more about this situation. He said Trump would be elected. Mr. Trump, Donald Trump would be your next president. He said, this is my Cyrus. This is, I didn't get this off the internet. I got this from opening up the heaven. Right. And seeing all that is with me is greater than anything that's come on this earth. So the will of God will be done. And if, uh, if you want me to say this, I will. Donald Trump will be elected, but it will be a miracle again. Right. It will be the miraculous. They didn't think he got it. They tried to overturn it. They did everything they could to stop it, but they could not stop it. Right. And somebody asked me, said, what if the woman gets it? I said, God said he'll kill the witch before she gets it. So I'm just saying these things because I have, I have broken through fear. I've been broken through human failure. I've broken through exhausted governments. I've broken through greed of people. 
I've, I've broken through men that want to destroy other men. And I am in the presence of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Glory Amen. to God. I hope I answered some question. I just just feel God so strong in this room. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, I, in, <clears throat> go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to pray for your back right now in Jesus' right. name. Touch his Thank back. You. God, heal his back in the name of the Lord in the lower area. God, heal this in the name of Jesus. Okay. Yes. I'm sorry. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. 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 I received that. Mm. Well, in, 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 in closing, I want you to take as long as you like, because um, we have no time limit, but I want you to, uh, you know, just, just speak what's on your heart. Speak to husbands, speak to wives, speak, speak to family, speak to, speak to whatever you feel to, to speak to. And, Give us maybe an insight, insight to where and to what and to how the church needs to press forward. I, I would like for you, if you would take a minute and express how do you feel like church should be conducted right now? What, what do you, I, I preached a message several years back, and the title of the message was church as we know it is over. And basically, I was coming against the traditional monotonous church. Mm. And because, brother, it's like everything. You know, consider a husband and wife, they're married. You know, every even though you love one another, every now and then you've got to spice things up a bit. Maybe you go out on a date. Maybe you, whatever the case may be. And but you know something we've not spiced up. And I'm using that a term. It's probably the wrong term, but but you know what I'm saying. We've not changed nothing about church. It's the same old, same old. And yeah, maybe the music's changed a little bit. But as far as the way we do things, the the, the you know the whole the way we conduct it, the way that we sing a song, get up, do preliminary, sing another song, get up and pull an offering, sing another song, get a preacher up, sing another song, go home, go out to eat, you know, come back and do it. To, to me, that's just, it's too monotonous, and I don't real really feel no inspiration in it. It just feels structured and mundane. And maybe I'm completely wrong. I really hope that I am, actually. Um, but I don't feel that I am. And I feel like that is why spirit-driven people, people that really have a hunger for the deeper things of God, so to speak, are, are unchurched because they do not get fed. If, if I hope that makes sense. Talk about some of that if you will. I'm thinking about a song right now. It's an old song. It says, bring back the new again. I want to see you again. Yeah. Uh, bring back that new again. Uh, in relationships, God is very much in relationships. People think God's out on this cliff somewhere looking for something. But he's looking for us to work through us. He's in us. When you join uh, to a woman or a man joins to a, a, a woman, you become one flesh, you're married. Of course, uh, the, 
forget about everything the world says. This is where God is. He's in uh, letting you recreate yourself, you know, and more and more. In. And so you have to develop such a relationship with God that you see how he loves his church. He loves his church like he loves his bride. And then you are to love your wife as Christ loved the church. Right. So to simplify things, you have to learn to love her. And you'd have to learn to love him. And my personal life, I'll expose myself. I, I uh, in late years, I said, God, let, let me love her more. And actually what I was saying was the will of God. Yes. The only way I can love her more is to get God in me more. Yes. Now, the enemy's going to fight this. He's going to overtax you. He's going to weigh you. But when you start praying this, God will help you. Right. It's not an assignment you just can take on in the flesh. Right. Forget your movies and your love stories. Those things aren't real. No. When you can hold your wife and she's dying in your hands and praying for her and God revives her, that's going to increase your love because God is in the miracle of a marriage. Yes. When that one child uh, is successful and you both look at each other because of the love you have, the intimacy you have, it's not just sexual. Mm hmm matter of fact, somebody that has to have sex all the time, they need to break that spirit. They need to fast about 30 days and get yeah. that out of their head. And if you had never done that, which I, I, I know that a lot of people have, but if you hadn't, you need to break that thing. Yeah. Uh, because that's the flesh working strong against you. It's just like fasting for food. And so, but the purity of this thing, God put this thing together while they were in the garden. Their yeah. intimacy. I like the question, who told you you were naked? Who told you? Yeah, who told you this? Mm -hmm. Like God didn't say like, who told you? You right. know what I mean? Like, uh, who, who told you? Who told you I had you walk around naked? Right. It wasn't that way. Uh -uh. He said, you were pure. Right. You were undefiled. You were, you, right. Who told you? Right. And so they found out themselves, I believe. But the thing about it is, as they mature in their relationship, it's not about him coming in and saying, I love you, honey, and all that. It's that deep intimacy that they can pray together. Yes. They can read the word of God together. Yes. They, they need to get that Bible out and read a chapter. And, then, and, and as they go, break it down. Mm -hmm. And if one is more skilled to break it down, let him break it down or her break it down and, and read it again and read it again. Until it breaks through that spot that, that you've got fear in your life. Right. I, wonder, I wonder if he's going to be true to me. I wonder when I get old, will she love me? I wonder all these things. And, and, and we try to pad that with, with great gifts. And that's nothing wrong with giving. But when you start giving yourself, when you start saying, honey, can I help you? Instead of saying, Honey, I worked all day. You know, I'm tired too. I work a job, you know. So what? You're talking about staying together. It's like when you come together as one, you're, you're no longer twain. You're one flesh. And you can help each other and create things and walk around. And she's going to see you love her. And he's going to see she loves her, him. And it's going to develop a stronger relationship. It should be so strong because of your your Bible reading. That's where faith comes from, from hearing uh -huh. the word of God. 
and 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 and, and uh, I'll tell you a beautiful book to read: the Song of Solomon. Yes, it's very romantic. It's poetry, romantic, right? And uh, it gets over the. This is just the love between a man and a woman. It's not like the love between men and women. Correct. It's intimacy on a great, great plane that wherever you go, you have eyes only for each other. Right. You can look over, uh, across a room of a thousand people and make eye contact and know what each other are thinking. Amen. <laughs> I mean, for real. And I know there, there's times uh, there's stress that, that you need each other. There's times of, that worry will try to come in. That's where you break through at in your prayer. Uh-huh. And there's time for intimacy. And I mean, when you put God first, he is the most intimate God. He can, he, he makes your relationship so much greater than you could just in the flesh, the demands of the flesh. Right. He makes your soul cry out. He makes your spirit cry out. This is his plan. Right. This is his plan. And and they have dirtied it all up, and we try to find ourselves. But you're going to find yourself in studying the Word of God. And if you can't read but one chapter, but just read it good, or one verse, just read it good, and read it with each other, and pray as a family. Get together and pray. And you may feel uncomfortable. You may feel um, uh, challenged greatly. But make yourself face it. If, if, if some people can't pray together because they, you know, they're just not comfortable. Well, it's not about your comfort. The disciples learned to pray in a ship that was about to sink uh-huh. until they woke up Jesus. You've got to wake up the Jesus inside of you. Right. No matter, and, 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 and God has to put us in situations where we'll pray together and then we drift apart. Right. How many homes have, have all these games? And I'm not preaching against these things, but I'm saying if they take your time, you'll never get that time back. You, and the only, my, uh, here I'm, I don't want to run off on a Fox show, but just real quick, my daughter fell one time on a, uh, one of these things that they walk on in a house, you know, treadmill. Yes. And her hair got caught in the treadmill. It pulled her up tight against her head. And she looked up at me and she said, Daddy, help me. Yeah. And, and I mean, it like to jerk her hair out. I had to work it all out, worked it out, worked it out. And the Lord spoke to me as she was sitting on the couch, you know, because of what she just experienced. And uh, I was sitting in, in the, uh, standing in the kitchen. He said, the only thing that you do that will count is what you do for me. He yeah. was saying, Gary Ashcraft, the only thing that will represent you after this life is what you did for me. Yes. Now, I'm telling you, your time is valuable. That's why... The, the world has given you things to occupy your time. That's it. And your time with your mate, your time with your family, there's going to be an empty nest one day. There's going to be a time that death may take your mate. And you're going to sit there and think, all the things I wish I had done. Yeah. And from that point, I have changed my life. I mean, you have turns in your life where you change more. You, you have booster rockets that send you higher up in God. And people need to realize they need to get a hold of this. Mm-hmm. That you don't have all the time in the world. Your time needs to be counted that God 
the things of God mean so important to you that you share it together. Yes, amen. You break bread continually. Right. I know today we're going to break bread and drink the fruit of the vine and celebrate the Lord's death. Yeah. For our life. Yes. But this day we're going to do this in the evening. But I'm saying all this because I love that people. And unless we have a love for people and we love each other, and it's got to begin in the home. Mm-hmm. It's got to begin in the home. I agree. You've got to begin in the home. And if you love one another as Christ loves you, that he died for you, you'd be dying to be with your loved ones. You'd be dying to be in the church. You'd be dying. You come in dying, but you know you've got life living in you, flowing out of you. Right. That's good. That's good. Well, Elder, man, we, brother, we appreciate you. Just, I want you to, um, if you would, I want you to close us out by say a prayer for us. Pray for us. Pray for the church. Pray for America. We are approaching July fourth. The, you know, the our independence, the birth of our independence. Just yes. Say a prayer for us, if you would. Lord, mighty God that lives inside of all of us, your creation. Yes. Oh, you feel the earth, Lord. You live in your children. I ask you right now, God, to turn back the hand of the wicked. Yes. God, in many ways you can do this. You're not bound to our thinking, but we're just asking simply that you turn back the hand of the wicked, that nothing harmful shall come upon the people of God. And that they could reach past the fear, the phobia that is trying to cover the earth. And we get a break through the ceiling. And we see the angels of God. That they were more for us than are against us. Amen. And we begin to empty out everything, Lord, that has been put in our, in our, in our power. Begin to release, amen, all the gifts of the Spirit. And all of the things that God has given us, perfect love, perfect love. And we cast out fear and we shoot it like that arrow. And the anointing of God will connect with us and cover us. And then we will speak the oracles of God. And there will be no evil breaking out on us, God, but everything will be done, amen, in decency and in order. And we ask you, O oh God, to give us your wisdom and let us speak, but not think about it, but let the Holy Ghost speak. And, oh God, we ask you to heal. And we ask you to raise up everyone out of this coronavirus and whatever it is, any sickness, any ailment. Hallelujah. And there are things that are trying to come to pass that the church can stop, that the church can agree with, that the church can say it will not happen. And mm-hmm. my child shall serve God. When anybody says something evil about you, turn it around and say, this will not happen. Yes. This will not happen. If somebody brings you an evil report, turn, who hath believed the report of the Lord? Right. Hallelujah, for revival is in the land. Yes, and as Lord. you showed me, God, there is going to be such a breakout of revival. These things must come to pass so we can have the revival that you deserve, that you deserve, Jesus. Many people may say, God, that they don't deserve it, but it's for you we do these things. Oh, yes. God, and I'm asking you to cover every pastor, 
every every evangelist, every prophet, every teacher of God, every saint of God. I'm asking you to cover them, Lord, right now and speak to their heart and remove the fear. Remove the fear and remove the fear. Yes. And open up their spirit. Open up their spirit, God. Let they know that you are in charge of all things. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes. Remind them the scriptures where the three Hebrews was in the, the burning, burning fire. Remind them the story of Daniel, God. Get back in that Bible and read how they overturned kingdoms. They overturned kingdoms, amen, and they did not have the Holy Ghost. We have God living in us, yes. God who never failed, the Spirit of God which has never been defeated, the Spirit of God which has never been sick, lives inside of us. The Spirit of God, which never died or yeah. never ran. But amen. Hallelujah. Now we can pray as Jesus prayed. Oh, not my will, but thy will be done, oh God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Now I pray, God, for the host of this meeting, God. I pray for this man and his family. Hallelujah, they will exceed their boundaries. Not only hold what they got, but take more for the kingdom of the Lord. For your glory we do this. Yes, Hallelujah. For we and I break any shackle, any chain that the, that the world has put on us, anything that anybody has got on them, any kind of habit, any kind of problem. Amen. And I call for the love of God yes, to God. be shed abroad. If you will lift your head, and you will say, I receive it. I receive, I receive it. not with fear, but God Almighty who can do anything. Eh, don't bullshit. I receive Hallelujah. It. Hallelujah. 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 I'm telling you this. God is for us. Yes. God is for us. And, he, and they that are for us are more than they that are against us. Amen. Oh, glory to God. I, I can just see people killing right now. I can just see the Holy Ghost falling on people right now. I can just see people being renewed. The more they speak it out, the more they speak it out. Shoot those arrows. Empty those. Yeah. Empty those arrows. Amen. Into the earth. Shoot them through the window of deliverance. Yes, God. Oh, glory to God. God's yes. not through with us. No, God's not, not through with us. I want you to know God's not through with us. He's got us in a holding pattern. Somebody said, well, listen, they shouldn't let the government tell us what to do. What if God was running this thing? Yes. What if God was marching around the wilderness for 40 years? Mm -hmm. What if God was circling the camp and telling you, hey, wait for the mulberry bush and, and when the wind blows through it? Right. Some people don't understand, that there, right. but there are people that are waiting on a wind. Right. right. The people and the Holy, received the Holy Ghost and the wind began to blow upon them. The right. breath of the Holy Ghost began to blow in the upper room and it started a fire that the devil can't put out and he's tried. But yes. the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty in the spirit of pulling down strongholds. That's good. All we have to do is speak it. Amen. That's what That's the good. enemy fears, that we'll use our tongue. Right. And you, you, we need to understand something. Your tongue, your tongue has a nerve in it. Mm -hmm. That nerve it's been proven uh, scientifically. That nerve controls all the other nerves in your body. Wow. It's a higher nerve. Wow. So whatever you speak, your body reacts to it. Wow. Your body, if you say you're sick, your body begins to receive that. Wow. It starts shutting down things. But wow. if you say, I am well, 
able <laughs> to take this. I am well. Oh, my soul. And your body starts responding to that. I right. feel good. I feel God. I feel God. Your tongue begins to speak your deliverance already. And God told us whatever we speak. And he could not get Moses to, to get to speaking. And he had to stay in a, in a kingdom that destruct things. But now we have the tongue and God is living in us. And there is nothing the spirit of God can do. And if you, all God needs you to do is speak it. Speak it. I don't right. care if you're sick in your bed. Just speak, I'm getting well. That's why the Holy Ghost will have you pray strongly in the Spirit because it does not make a mistake. The Spirit of God, when you're talking to God, you're talking to God. The Bible says when a man speaks in an unknown tongue, he speaks directly to God if there's no interpreter. So when you're speaking to God, you're not making a mistake. God is saying exactly what needs to be said. And I'll end it with this. I was speaking in tongues in a place and somebody came up to me and told me, I was on the phone talking in tongues and somebody told me just, just recently, I said, you're speaking our language. They're mm -hmm. bilingual. You said, you're speaking our language, but you're speaking it clearer than we do. Wow. <laughs> he said, you are, you are speaking it better than we can. Wow. God knows your language. He knows the language. <laughs> Hallelujah. And he uses your tongue. Right. Your tongue is set afire, amen, for wrong things. But if you can get the spirit of God using that. That's good. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. That's so good. we're going to focus on that tongue. The power of the spoken word. Amen. And if you, if you don't say nothing, you're going to be a good, a righteous man. But when right. you begin to speak, it, it, somebody said, well, I don't know what to say. Get the Holy Ghost. Right, right. Get the Spirit of God in you. Right. And you need to that blood of Jesus so when the enemy tries to attack, he can't find you. Right. <laughs> right. Glory to God. That's Glory good. to God. Hallelujah. Now, we know about that tongue now, don't we? Yes, sir, we do. That's and good. you know, and you know, people need to laugh. Right. They prove if you fake a laugh. They prove if you fake a laugh, you get the same result as a laugh. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver. Well, that cheerful is uh, uh, laughter. Right. It says laughter works like a medicine. It's telling that's a belly laugh, a big, hard belly laugh. Right. There's cancer hospitals in Texas that has proven that if people will laugh, they'll lose the cancer. They refuse to treat people with cancer unless they laugh. Wow. So they'll put them in a room and they say, you just need to laugh. I don't, I can't laugh. And They'll, one guy, uh, after receiving this instruction, watched a lot of these old Three Stooge movies, you know, yeah. through, and laughed and laughed all night and checked out the next day. He had fourth stage cancer. He didn't have it the next day. Laughter worketh like a medicine, friends. Amen. You need to laugh. Hallelujah. You need to say, I'm going to laugh. Right. And it doesn't matter. You know, some people just need a good laugh. A woman called me on the phone and she told me all her diseases and all her problems. And she told me everything was wrong with her. I had to listen to this for an hour. I was like, oh, God, oh, God. And I started laughing. She said, why are you laughing? Because I said, you need to laugh. Right. And she started laughing. And it went from depression to laughter. And she texted me back about a month later. And she said, I've been healed. Everything was wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you for this time. I feel so good. I, you blessed me really well. Oh, well, buddy, thank God. I love you.